Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Inspirational Living Podcast. I'm Ryan Cassidy. And I'm Marianne Johansson. An Inspirational Living Podcast is a weekly show that inspires and motivates you to live an emotionally and spiritually balanced life. So tonight we're going to be discussing how crystals can help you in different situations in your life. Uh, things such as work, relationships, protection, and healing. And we'll also touch on how you can take care of them and select the best ones for you. So go ahead and grab yourself a pencil, your journal, and settle in with a cup of warm tea as we discover the wonderful world of crystals. tell you about how crystals first came into my life. And I think most of us who work with crystals can pretty much pinpoint when they first encountered or met crystals and when they first started to experience their magic and the beauty of them. Well, crystals entered my life at a pretty young age, and I don't have a lot of childhood memories, but the ones that I do have, I think I have stored for a specific reason. And they often mean something very important to me later on in life. And so my first encounters with crystals are some of those memories that I can really clearly recall. And the first one I have that I remember is when I was about nine years old, I remember my grandfather had two crystals. One was a citrine pyramid, and it was absolutely gorgeous. And the other was a clear quartz crystal ball. And they were my favorite things to go and sit and hold and whenever I went into his study where he kept them, I would just just gravitate towards them. They really just fascinated me, and obviously their energy pulled me in. And the other memory I have of crystals was when I was about 10 years old, so not long after meeting uh, my grandfather's crystals, my mother took me to a metaphysical store, and it was somewhere near OSU in Columbus, Ohio. And as soon as I entered that store... You would have thought I'd entered like a candy shop. My eyes were soaking up all of the energy of the crystals, and I went up to them and went up and down the aisle looking at all of them, each one of them, and reading their signs, um, you know, the signs that they had uh, from the store that told you about them. And this was about uh, somewhere in the 90s, and I can still see the shop so clearly And I've been to a lot of crystals and metaphysical stores since then, so I know that this one made a huge impression on my my little 10-year-old mind. Well, I remember that I was able to pick up a crystal and take it home. And there were two things that really called to me. One was completely out of my budget, and it was a crystal singing bowl. And it was a frosty white, pretty large one, And I remember the store clerk coming over to show me how it worked, and she played it for me. And at that moment, I was just blown away with the sound that it made. So the crystal bowls made an impression and reappeared later in my life, but I'll have to save that for a different show. And the other thing I was drawn to in the shop was a tiger's eye, and it was a tumbled stone. And as a child, I didn't really pay too much attention to what this stone was good for in terms of metaphysical properties. I just intuitively felt drawn to it. And I do find that children are intuitively attracted to crystals 
and the ones that they need the most. And I've seen this with my own children and with friends' children and with some of the students that I've taught as well. But I'll also talk about that later more in the show. Um, Marianne, when was the first time that you experienced crystals coming into your life? Do you want to tell us? Mm, sure. Well, I love hearing about how you first felt drawn to, to enter the world of crystals. It really is a pull or a calling that you feel, isn't it? And I just love how they kind of come floating into your life. Well, my experience with crystals uh, started around 95, 96, and I had just moved back to Denmark then after living two years in Germany. And I was doing a lot of soul searching at that time um, also. Uh, I was uh, at a kind of crossroads, um, one of many in my life, and had started to take meditation classes, and I went back to taking yoga classes. I tried out different types of healing and spiritual growth sessions, and I got introduced to Bach's, um, Bach's flower essences during some of, of those sessions, and I started to notice some visions I was getting, and I became aware of how my intuition worked with me. So I became consciously aware that when I acted on the ideas and inklings I got, you know, intuitively, positive things happened, and I would get help to go through whatever I was going through. So I guess it was also my awareness of my of my own intuition that made me go to this um, crystal shop in the city I lived in. And I would feel, just like you said, Ryan, like a kid in a candy store. It was amazing, and I just loved it and felt all the energies and held all the different little crystals and and I bought the pieces that I felt like buying. I didn't think about what they were and I don't think I was I don't think I was even aware back then that certain crystals had certain qualities. I may have read the little tags in the shop but, but um you know, Ryan, when I started to look up the qualities of the crystals I had bought and when I started researching them, I realized that the ones I had bought would be spot on about things or issues I was going through at the time. And and it turned out that if I, for example, was going through a time of, of needing emotional support, this was exactly the crystals that I had bought. Or if I was in need of a boost in mental strength, I had just bought the crystal for that. So I got so excited when I when I realized this and, and so interested in knowing more. So I bought and I read books about crystals and I ripped out beautiful pictures from articles in magazines and I would just look at them and read about them and feel so excited to have the crystals as well and be able to hold them and feel their energies and and I also noticed my thoughts and emotions when I was was holding them so you know this happens to this day even even now that I have so many crystals in all sizes and shapes but I will still find one and buy one and it's exactly what I need that, that's what I I find yeah, I totally get what you mean. Even just doing research for the show on crystals, um, and I was looking at the ones that were coming up, I had to actually stop myself from going online and shopping. <laughs> and I know how we both <laughs> we both describe going to you know to crystal shops like going to a candy store. That's really how it feels. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. So uh, I wanted to discuss how crystals can first help us with different situations in our life. And as we said, they're so beautiful to hold, and they make our living spaces look good, but they also carry specific metaphysical properties that are beneficial to our body, mind, and spirit. And Marianne and I will discuss the, a variety of scenarios and give you some suggestions on which crystals you may want to get if this situation resonates with you. So let's talk about relationships first. 
if you're dealing with relationships in the family, um, reconnecting family bonds, bringing family together again, or ensuring that there's a good family connection, joy and happiness in the home, or that you want, you know, if you're looking for those kind of things, you're going to want to look for a carnelian. And carnelian is a lovely orange crystal that can be found uh, in a deep orange color or a light orange color, depending on, on which crystal you get or which piece you get. And it's pretty easy to find, and it has a lovely, joyful energy to it. And I have a few of them uh, myself in my collection. So for family bonds, look for carnelian. And if you're wanting to make friends or maintain friendships, green selenite is a great one to work with. And the green in these stones makes it a lovely stone to work with the heart chakra. So it's particularly good for working with friendships where you may be feeling that there was a rift or some tension uh, between you and your friend. And another crystal that's good for maintaining compassion and respect or forgiveness and unconditional love for those in your life is rhodonite. And this is a really beautiful stone, and it's usually found with uh, pink or magenta color mixed in with some black. And this one is actually one of my favorites, and I've got a really small piece of it. Um, but I love it because it works with the heart chakra, and it's definitely uh, rhodonite's a crystal that works with the heart chakra as well. Mm, beautiful. I love rhodonite as well. One. And, and when I feel that when you work with this one, it can feel as if it gently pulls out fears from your heart and, and helps you to gently let them go. So what, what more do you have for us, Ryan? Mm, yeah, I like how you said that. That's true. Um, so if you're looking, mm-hmm. let's talk about romantic relationships. And if you're looking to find a lover or a partner um, or to increase your sensuality or to bring new love into your life, ruby is a good choice. And ruby comes from the corundum, I don't know if I'm even saying this right, corundum family. And the word ruby comes from a Latin word for red. So it works with the root and the heart chakra, making it the perfect crystal for increasing sensuality and for those who are healing from um, sexual dysfunctions. Ruby also helps to increase your own self-assurance, self-assurance concentration, and energy. Um, and those things are all good when you're looking for a new romantic partner. Mm, definitely. And um, <clears throat> if I may just make a, a quick comment here, Ryan, because about crystals and our chakras. So you just mentioned some um, chakra can use certain a certain color crystals for the corresponding chakra of that same color, and it works amazingly well. And you know, like red colored crystals for the root chakra, which is also red in color. And it's a good rule of thumb as a start if some of our listeners out there are, are just getting curious about working with crystals themselves and the chakras. And you don't have to stick to the colors only, as crystals are all about other vibrations as well. But but it's certainly a good way to start to go, you know, to correspond the chakra color and, and the crystal. Mm, good point. And mm. also just um, to add, I think if you gravitate towards a certain color crystal, it's a good indication that that's a chakra that you need to start working with, um, working on mm. healing and, and helping. Yes. So let's look at some crystals that are good for using in the workplace or for your business or mm. for business projects. Garnet is the first stone that I would recommend. And garnet has a lovely reddish color 
and it is really helpful in the workplace. It helps you to keep focused on your goals, and it gives you stamina to follow through with your projects, um, which I think is really good for people who are, who are business-minded, because um, getting a goal is one thing, but following through with it, I think, is also key there. Yeah. So Garnet is also helpful for boosting your self-confidence as well, which I think can also be helpful if you're having meetings or you need to ask your boss <laughs> for a favor. <laughs> So keeping a piece of garnet in your pocket or on your desk is always um, good to keep you motivated and focused. Yeah, great advice there. <laughs> and I think we see again the connection to a chakra, as you mentioned, stamina and self-worth or security, which is all located in the root chakra, which is which is red, you know, as, as we mentioned already. So, so yeah, great tips, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another crystal that is good for increasing financial abundance, and I know Come on, everybody, listen to this one. We all need some financial abundance. It is citrine. And this is a great one to keep in your office. Or um, I also keep a piece of citrine, a small citrine crystal, in my wallet. And you can put it, um, mm. you know, in your cash register if, you have a, if you're a business owner. And this will help to increase your financial abundance in the workplace. And citrine, it's a lovely uh, little yellow, sunny color. And it activates the solar plexus. So that helps you to make decisions about what you want to manifest in your life. Mm, a lovely citrine. And, you know, it's also great for, for boosting your mood and help you laugh. If, if you place one on your solar plexus, it can bring about a release. I remember I had one once during a healing session. I had a, a citrine placed on my solar plexus, and I just burst out laughing. I, I just couldn't stop it. And it was, it was <laughs> I, I had no idea that citrine was, was for that, but, you know, it just happened, and it just showed me, wow. <laughs> so amazing. That's great. Stone. So every time I pull out my wallet, I, I'm just going to start bursting into, into laughter. Yeah. <laughs> good idea to attract abundance. Yeah. Of <laughs> yeah, but that's a good point that you make. Um, you know. All right, so mm. for communication, which is also good for relationships and business, you are going to want to look for crystals that work with the throat chakra. And I know we've talked about this a little bit in uh, previous episodes, but these are generally blue crystals. And the one that I like to use for communication with family, friends, and work is blue lace agate. And this crystal helps you to communicate from a calm place, and it helps the other person hear your point exactly as you want it to come across. So it helps you formulate your thoughts so that you're speaking from truth, and it will help you speak your mind without fear of judgment from others. So those are just a few crystals to help you with family, communication, and the workplace. Marianne, did you want to discuss crystals for psychic and energy work? Yes, I, I would love to. And thank you very much for all that information, Ryan. It's really uh, great tips there um, in some areas that are very important areas in, in everybody's life, I think. So... And, um, of course, crystals can be used for, for any purpose you can think of. Just be sure that you use them for the highest good of all. And when you work with energy, and, and crystals are energy, they are vibration, your intention matters greatly. So using crystals is not a new thing. They have been used for millennia in jewelry or in talisman pouches or staffs 
you know, like the wizard staff, it always has a, a crystal at the top, um, or by shamans for healing, protection, and for spiritual insight, and also as a driving force. And there's no doubt about the energy that they hold and, and emit all the time. Um, so I use crystals for healing and for psychic work and for getting in tune with my intuition for, for various purposes. And they can really give you any area where you feel a bit low or down. Um, and you can use crystals for opening up your, your crown chakra or third eye. And for this, you can use clear ones like clear quartz or apophyllite or herkimer diamond. Or for helping your mind to relax, during meditation, you can use, for example, amethyst, which is a great master healer crystal. Yeah, those are great suggestions, Marianne. Mm. Um, so, so during healing sessions, you can place them on or around your body or your client's body. And this even works long distance as well. <clears throat> I've had reasons of certain crystals being beneficial for clients, and I have placed them, quote-unquote, on their body or have asked them to hold one if they also had crystals in their home. And it works, you know, marvelous. I mean, it's just amazing how, how it works. Um, and another thing, if you're looking to match or enhance deep personal personal transformation, malachite or moldavite can be good suggestions for this. And you can place crystals in your home to boost favorable energies or under your pillow to help you sleep better. <clears throat> for this, excuse me. <clears throat> for this, amethyst or hematite can help. Or if you'd like to remember your dreams, try having a blue kyanite or a herkimer diamond near you, uh, near you in your bed. Or you can keep a black tourmaline or black obsidian as a protector of your energy field while while you're sleeping. And you can place these black crystals or um, a big rose quartz next to your computer to help absorb the electromagnetic radiation also. And um, I carry crystals on me every day. It varies greatly which ones I put in my pockets. And I'll just go to my cabinet where I keep all my crystals and I just intuitively know which ones to pick. I just feel attracted to a certain one and I I take it out. And um, it's like they're calling me. And I know it may sound strange, but I also know many others who work with crystals and have the same experience. And they just know or see or feel or hear which crystals to take. And I think I'm going to need a blue lace agate, Ryan, for my throat now. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. And some water. Take some water, too. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about because I do that as well. I go, uh, I just kind of open up my drawer where I keep my crystals, and I sometimes just with my eyes closed grab the one that is calling me. And usually I feel it's a good one to work with. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, Moldavite, that was one you mentioned. That's one. I remember when I first started working with Moldavite, it did not work very well with me. It gave me a lot of headaches, um, okay. but the longer I kept working with it, it seemed to to be okay. So that's just a little suggestion yeah. there is that, you know, sometimes the crystals, they, they might not interact with you very well in the beginning, but it might be a good sign that you really do need to, to sit and tune into them. Mm, um, so, you know, I find that my kids are really intuitive when when they pick crystals and they just often, like I said before, they just know which ones, which ones to pick. And that's kind of why I wanted to discuss uh, crystals for students. And personally, I consider myself a lifelong learner. <laughs> in fact, I think anyone who knows me knows I'm, I'm always enrolling in a course here, some sort here or there. <laughs> so working with crystals has helped me stay focused 
on my cor uh, coursework or for presentations. I find it really important. And for students, I think it's extremely important to have um, some good crystals that will help motivate them and give them courage to speak in front of others. So this could be, you know, if you're getting ready for a speech or a talk or if a, one of your, your kids has a class presentation. Um, Amazonite is uh, really helpful for finding courage to speak up and help them deliver their uh, presentation with confidence. So this crystal can help students boost their confidence without fear of doing something wrong. And if you're getting ready to prepare for an exam, another good crystal to keep next to you is a piece of clear quartz. And just keep that on your desk or in your pocket, and it will help your mind just really concentrate without any distractions from around you. Mm. I'm just thinking right now, I mean, they're, they're really our little companions, these crystals. They're very powerful little helpers, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> they are. <laughs> and uh, so for those who are seeking creative inspiration, crystals can be very helpful in clearing your mind and opening up your intuition. And two crystals that I would recommend are Herkimer Diamond and Carnelian. And I know we've already discussed a little bit about uh, Herkimer Di Diamond and Carnelian, but the Carnelian works really well with the sacral chakra, and this is really the seat of our creativity. And it's a really lovely stone to have in your studio if you're an artist or by your computer if you're a writer. And Herkimer Diamond is a very high vibrational stone that's not really... It's not actually really a diamond, but it's rather their double terminated quartz, which I had to look up because I had no idea. And they are great crystals to use for activating the third eye, increasing intuition, and just overall creativity. So those are two I would recommend for, for the creatives out there, Herkimer Diamond and Carnelian. Mm. Marianne, did you want to discuss great. what to do um, for protection and grounding? Yes, well, it's it's um, it's really important to keep the balance when you work with high vibrational stones, like you just mentioned, as you want to keep your feet or your energies firmly planted on the ground. Otherwise, you'll just be floating up there, <laughs> which is also great. But in order to pull down all those fine vibrations to earth and and to what you're working on, it's very important to have something pull you downwards as well in a in a fine balance. And crystals can help you with that, with the grounding and. Um, so when you work with energies and vibrations, it's also important to guard yourself and the person you're working on. And you can, of course, always invoke angels or guides to come to you and to encircle you in, in love and light. Or you can work with the violet flame of transformation. Um, there are many other ways to protect yourself, but you can also use crystals for, for that. And black crystals, are in general, are, are great for this purpose, like black jet or black tourmaline. Um, Apache tear, which I love um, especially, and hematite, they're all great grounders and protectors as they absorb negative energies. And some of these also even reflect the negative energies back to their source. And as we mentioned in our last show, it's also very important to ground and protect during a meditation where your conscious mind is so relaxed and your subconscious is so open. So it can be a good idea to hold a black crystal or keep one in your pocket at this time. And smoky quartz on my mind here, as this is so powerful, and it helps to transmute negative energies. It pulls in and helps to integrate higher energies into the lower chakras, and it can prevent 
help prevent um, a healing crisis even after an energy session. So smoky quartz is, is really a good one to keep in your mind also. And another thing, just to remember that we all have to, to clear these crystals and recharge them. And um, we're going to share how we can do that, Ryan? Yeah, sure. Well, you know, crystals have been, when you have crystals, they're off, they've often been held or used by other people when you get them from a shop. Um, or if they've been sat around in a place where other people have been, they can absorb the emotions and energies of others. So before working with crystals, you really want to start, you want to cleanse them or clean them. And I find that it's important when working with your own crystals that you clean them or clear them because they're often absorbing, you know, your emotions as we go through go around and we and we have so many ups and downs throughout the day. I think it's important to just make sure that, you know, if you're wearing crystals in your jewelry, your bracelets or necklaces, that you do clear them and clean them before wearing them again. So when you buy a crystal for the first time, the place you purchase it from should ensure that you are taking home a very clear piece. And some shops that I purchased from use a crystal bowl to clear a crystal by placing it into the bowl and playing the bowl a few strokes, and then they let me actually fetch my crystal from the bowl without them touching it so that I make sure that the only energy that comes into contact with the crystal is mine. And other shops have placed my crystals into small piles of um, dried sage, and they wrap it up in the leaves, and then I take it home in that. And the sage clears the crystal of any negative energy, and it ensures that the crystal is clear and ready for me. And I've also had some shops clear my crystals by spraying an essence on them, like sage essence or palo santo, and that's also a a quick and easy way to, to clean crystals. But honestly, the subject of cleaning crystals is really complicated because there are so many other methods you know, such as putting them in sea salt or burying them under the ground or placing them in the full moonlight or even like running them under water. But some crystals don't tolerate being placed in salt or water, so it's really important to just do your research before you try to do any of these methods. And I, I think this is definitely another topic for another show because it's so in-depth and, and complicated that you really just want to make sure that you're cleaning your cr- crystals the right way. That's true. It's, it's good to do a bit of research about your crystals so you you don't end up breaking them or distorting their vibration, for sure. I have several big pieces of selenite line on which I place my other crystals for clearing. And selenite is kind of a self-cleansing crystal, and it gives off um, clearing vibrations to other stones that you put near it. So if it, if you have delicate stones, it's a good idea to put them on, on selenite to, to clear them. So that's just another suggestion there. Um, so let's just touch upon now how to select and buy crystals. We already talked about that mutual attraction of vibration, and you may not even be aware that you're sending out vibes or vibrations, but, but we all are at all times. Uh, we all vibrate with energy and, and crystals too. They're all about vibration. So by tuning into your intuition, you can feel the attraction to certain crystals. And if you listen to your intuition, to your in a voice, and if you act on its calling when it guides you to pick up a certain crystal, you're guaranteed to get hold of the ones that are suitable for you one way or the other. And maybe they're good for you right now, or maybe they will be in the near future. I, I've experienced this often. that I've, I've picked up a crystal and I bought it, 
And sure enough, if not immediately, then maybe some days later, I will be needing exactly the helping qualities that the crystal holds. And it's it's quite amazing, really, how we can team up with our intuition in this way. And when you have done it a few times, uh, or enough times, that it finally convinces your your ego, your mind, you know, that yes, there there actually is something here that is beyond intellectual reasoning, and you are convinced that your intuitive skills are really a, a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, Marianne, I do believe that crystals can call us and our intuition in this way. So, you know, something spectacular actually happened to me during a crystal workshop where I was learning how to use crystals. Um, One of my partners placed an angelite on my crown with a lapis, and the angelite actually started to glow. And I've got photos of it on my Instagram account. And everybody in the room was like, oh, my gosh, what's happening? And I could just see in my mind's eye a flashing light. And it was right then when I started to know that, you know, like, okay, I'm, I've picked this stone for a reason. And I started working with Angelite for that reason. So mm, I remember you sending me that picture. That It was amazing, Ryan. I've never seen anything like it. That Angelite was just glowing. And definitely some, mm-hmm. you know, divine communication happening there, Ryan. <laughs> and, you know, our intuition may guide us in different ways in knowing and and feeling or hearing something or it may speak to you in, in your dreams um, maybe sometimes you, you can dream about something I've, I've dreamt something I've seen the name of a crystal that I didn't previously know and and when I looked up the name I realized that it was an actual crystal uh, crystal and um, wow. so when you go when yeah it, it's really amazing I love you know I love how you, you can work with your intuition and um, so you see the positive results come from following your intuition and um so when you do that, you know, your intuition speaks in a calm and non-negotiable way and it brings a feeling that something just feels right and, and it turns out to be right and good for you. So crystal energies can definitely help you with, with hearing your intuition and working with it. Yes, well, I think we're out of time, Marianne, but I think we'll have to cover this topic some more next time. Um, so I, I just so, wanted right. to say good night to everyone and have a good week ahead. Good night, everyone. Thank you.